Every moment ever Today is X-Men First Class Kevin Bacon's in this movie And annoying phone ads But probably only in the UK Welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I am your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. And today we are talking about X-Men First Class. Franny, what do you think of this movie? It's been a minute since I've seen it. Really bad. It's it's not. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's pretty so, good. It's so good. It's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty fucking great movie. I uh, think it's, so far, it's probably the best X-Men movie. This and Origins is hard competition. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It just tips over the edge a little bit. Uh, so this was released on May 25th of 2011 from director Matthew Vaughn, who he did the fir- Kingsman movies, and he did the first Kick-Ass, and he did... He's a fucking great director, and he's awesome. He was going to direct Last Stand, but then they got Brett the Rat Ratner to do it, and we're like, well, you're a fucking homophobic asshole, but you can have this $200 million movie. But luckily, Matthew Vaughn got to come in and do this movie, which is much, much, much better than, yeah, probably all the other X-Men movies. (laughs) It's close competition for the first X-Men movie for me, just because I really like all the stuff that movie does, but I think this one is better. It's pretty great. It's a pretty I feel like this one is just generally better than the other ones. Not to say that they're bad. No, but I think it's (laughs) I don't even think it's, like, that they're different animals or anything. I just think this movie is really good. It's <laughs> just know. better written and better made. <laughs> yeah, well, it only had a budget of $160 million, which is a lot, but for a superhero movie, it's, it's like a nothing. little bit on the smaller <laughs> side. Yeah, uh, box office $353.6 million, so it made its money back. So this was written by Matthew Vaughn and also Jane Goldman, who kind of writes all his movies also but she also made woman in black with daniel radcliffe do you remember that that horror movie from like 2012 i didn't like it at the time but i should probably go back again and the fucking guys we talked about last week uh zach stentz and ashley miller who did thor and then they also did agent cody banks God. <laughs> Two of the greatest comic book movies ever made. So, quick rundown of the plot for X-Men First Class, just because you probably should. Basically, it's an origin movie. It's in the 60s. Well, first very important detail, Kevin Bacon is an immortal Nazi. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is an immortal Nazi who can absorb energy. Which also, we have... Is it Captain America next week? Yeah. Is that the same year? Or is yeah, that... same year, yeah. Why are there two different superhero movies about Nazis <laughs> in a row? Because it's fun to kill Nazis, Franny. Nazis It's, it's fun to kill Kevin Bacon with a German quarter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It's badass. That's such a good deal <laughs> yeah, <that>. death. <laughs> Obviously, we don't have Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in these movies. We've had them for three movies, and I guess we've had Patrick Stewart for four, technically, if you count X-Men Origins. We don't talk about We don't talk about that or his (laughs) appearance in that movie, which is kind of horrifying. Yeah, so now we have James McAvoy as Charles Xavier and Michael Fassbender as Eric Lyncher. They're so good. Like, the two of them are so fucking great. Yeah, I think think I I would say that they're on about the same level as Patrick Stewart and... um, Blinking on his name. Ian McKellen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're different performances, obviously, because in this, these guys are a lot younger... 
Professor X is kind of just like I like seeing him be kind of like a not like a party dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, he know, is. <laughs> he kind of is. Like he's he's ta- constantly flirting with women and he's using. S- Science? <laughs> yeah, well, you're talking about everyone's mutation. You have a really groovy mutation. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's really great in this movie. So, you know what? I will say, as these movies go on, I think Michael Fassbender starts to usurp James McAvoy. But in, these, in this one, they're equally as good, and I think McAvoy starts to care less as they go on. It's <laughs> like, oh, uh, we'll shave his head or whatever. I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I got other things going on. It's not his fault. It's just like, the movie's kind of get worse after days of what's future next film. i'm gonna go bald uh, ah! <laughs> oh my god it's the x-men <laughs> ah look it's professor x you're professor x and he's oh, magneto <laughs> i guess i'm a professor now oh call me magneto like this is a great great origin movie but it does all the cliches of an origin it does, movie it really does it does all the names uh, yeah. This is the this has been I think this has been the worst one for the name so far <laughs> because everyone gets their name because there's that scene where they're yep. sitting around a table giving each other names. I want to be called Mystique. Well, uh, Darwin's already a nickname and you know, sort of fits. I'm going to be Banshee. My uh, stage name is Angel. One day the government is going to realize how lucky they were to have Professor X on their side. You're. X-Men. I prefer Magneto. You know what? I love how much Alex Summers just hates Beast. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. He's just such an asshole. He's like, you fucking bozo. Nobody <laughs> fucking likes you. Well, you're a fucking criminal. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Nobody cares if you're good Your at pinball. Your feet look weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got fucking like... You have monkey feet. <laughs> you got weird circles that come out of your stomach. You fucking... No, it's like hula hoops. Yeah. Because he has to do his weird, like... Until he gets the circle and he can yeah. blast it out, but... But until then, he has to do the weird hip gyrating thing. <laughs> yeah, and destroy statues and shit. That statue gets fucked up. I wish it was a statue of Stan Lee, though, because there's no Stan Lee cameo in this. A lot of the X-Men movies oh, shit. don't yeah, have I didn't even one. Notice. I don't think there's another until... I am mean, technically Deadpool, but not in an X-Men movie until apocalypse that's a big gap from like last stand all the way until apocalypse this is a fucking that's a 10 year gap until we get him again next movie but fun fact about the head thing james mcavoy shaved his fucking head for this movie He's what like, yeah he shaved his head and they were like oh uh yeah we're not gonna <laughs> and he was like uh so yeah um that's a story and now he is bald a lot of the time just in his real life and part of me feels like he's trying to cover up for the fact that he shaved his head for this movie he's like uh it was on purpose it was the look it wasn't the look oh uh, that why wouldn't they have told him? <laughs> I don't know why he did it i think he just assumed and then did it why would he not have assumed that they would have just used like a bald cap or something. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't know, but he <laughs> did it. You shave your he head? did it, Franny. The team of X-Men in this movie is not the original team, obviously. It, it, it feels kind of random. It's a lot of random fun. We Wait, have, they got, like, the D-list. We have female Angel, played by Zoe Kravitz, and then we have Mystique, and we have fucking Havoc, and Darwin, and Banshee. And Beast. And Beast. <laughs> Well, Beast was an original member. Oh, well, yeah. Originally, it was... I hate doing this because I'm like, if I forget one or add one, I'm in big trouble. I think it was Gene, Iceman, Beast, Angel, Cyclops. 
and then Professor X. I think that's right. So you're probably oh, super I'm off. Wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm wrong. But yeah, so this is a completely different team. This does change a lot, which this was kind of coming out in an era where comic fans were like, you gotta stick to the comics or we'll fucking skin you. And the MCU was like, we'll change everything. People were like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you guys make good movies. It's fine. I don't totally know how I feel about the fucking mystique being childhood friends with Charles Xavier. It's kind of weird. Yeah, especially like when they went with that and then you go back to the other movies it's just kind of weird they that, never interact yeah they one they never have any interaction whatsoever and also that she just she's with magneto but well that's how <laughs> this movie ends is she goes with magneto yeah for but pretty like, much no reason yeah you paralyze my childhood friend from the waist down you seem like a pretty cool guy <laughs> yeah because you like <laughs> she was trying to like fuck him also yeah which Nine to five. Nine to five. A lot of the female <laughs> characters in this are like, yeah, you're a stripper. Uh, Rose yeah, Byrne, can you take the, your clothes the off first and pretend scene that... of the movie. Yeah, it's literally just, oh, Rose Byrne's like, oh my god, well, you know, I'm a woman. Um, I guess I'll take my clothes off to get in there, which is a fine plan, I guess. Also, hey, Emma like, Frost, also, you take off all your clothes every, twice. <laughs> every woman is, is, like, not wearing much clothes at some point. Angel was a literal stripper. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, we'll show you ours if you show you yours. And it's like, oh, one of the it's last funny ha-ha one of the joke. last lines of the fucking movie is, "Gentlemen, this is why the CIA is no place for a woman." That was so fucked up. It, well, it's supposed to be because it's the '60s and people are That's sexist. That's not a reason. It's, it's intentional, and it's supposed to be like, oh, I remember when we were assholes. But you know, that just, you've done a lot of like sex in this movie, yeah. so it's kind of like. That just it, it's not earned. It just makes the filmmakers look really bad. Yeah. No, it's just And it came out of nowhere. In a different movie where there isn't a lot of weird objectifying women, it'd be better, but because it'd be I like, mean, oh we get better what, is the right word. Well, I don't think that it's like an awful line just because it's like, oh, you know, people men in the sixties were dicks and that's the point. It's like a madman thing. Yeah. In this, it's kind of, like, hypocritical. You can't really yeah. be like, oh, now I'll stick it with a man, when it's like, you've been, like, you guys are... <laughs> <laughs> you've been doing this the entire movie. What are you talking about? Raven, at the fucking start of the movie, Raven has, like, a five-minute speech about how she doesn't like the way she looks. Yeah. Because that's... It, apparently, it's all about cosmetics and whatever. Great. Awesome. What an amazing character trait. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel about Jennifer Lawrence in this movie? I... Am a person who does not like Jennifer Lawrence as a as an actor as a person. She's fine as an actor. I think okay. she's really. I you know what I hate like fake quirkiness. Like I hate fucking. That's like, like her entire personality. Yeah, like Wes Anderson movies where it's like, oh, oh everybody's so fucking wacky. Yeah. I hate that. I think that's like quirky overload is something that really drives me crazy. Like Zoe Deschanel is fine or whatever, but even like last week with Darcy, it's like. Ugh. It's just trying too it's hard. Way too hard. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like neutral about her as a person. I just I don't think I like a single movie she's ever been in. Yeah, well this I is I just don't like her in movies. <laughs> this is the year before The Hunger Games, so this is like right before her yeah. big break. So she's still kinda like like this is kind of the movie that put her on the map, I think. I don't really know enough about her filmography, but I would assume it is because I think Hunger Games obviously was when she blew up and became a big 
actress and then eventually she got fucking Oscar nominated for Joy the movie about the woman who invented the fucking mop or whatever that movie's <laughs> about I don't know I don't remember what that movie's about I'm pretty sure that's what it's about she got nominated for that so good for her have you ever seen that clip where she's like yelling at some guy at a press thing for being on his phone or whatever I think so how did you see yourself for the Oscars you can't live night? your whole life behind your phone bro Oh? You're just not gonna, we can't do that. You gotta live in the oh, now. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know? <laughs> how do you see yourself for the Oscar night? And how was We're at working... the Golden Globes. If you, if you put your phone down, you'd know that. It turned out that guy was like using a translator app because he was a foreign guy. And she's like, get off your fucking phone, buddy. And it's like, hmm. Anyway, enough berating Jennifer yeah, Lawrence. Enough shit talking the people that are in this movie. It made me kind of sad though when, uh, the Re- Rebecca Romain cameo because it's like you should be in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Why and then the, they're like, I said the real ra- the the oh, real. That's Raven. where that meme like, came from. Yeah. Well, because that's mm. like that's a meme now. That scene. Yeah. But... I mean, that's not even like the bad part though. Just like <laughs> it's like the original. Yeah, no, and they're like, trying, no, the real like one. Shitting on like, it almost, which is that feels disrespectful. <laughs> I do kind of like that this title is even kind of fucking over the X-Men because we had the last stand and it's like first class. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we're restarting, you fucking idiots who <laughs> made the last couple movies. Because Every, everyone who made an X-Men movie other than X-Men Origins was a sex criminal. and so <laughs> Allegedly. And so they're like, ah, oh, let's get Matthew Vaughn in here. And he's like, I can make a movie. You guys want yellow suits? Bam. You guys want fucking good performances? Bam. <laughs> and then the next movie came out and it's back to sex criminals, allegedly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. No, one movie and then more sex criminals. Oh, okay. So Great. Don't, don't worry, friends. They're on the way. They're on the way. They're on the they're way. Coming. They're coming. They're co- well, they, yeah. That's <laughs> why a lot of them are going to prison. No, I wish. That's um, all getting cut out. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry. Now it doesn't have to be. Well, that's probably, that's enough talking about the negatives. Okay, one more negative. Yeah. One more negative. The two black characters in this whole movie franny darwin and angel in the same scene are both essentially wiped out darwin's power is that and i've been pissed about this for like (laughs) nine years darwin's power is that he can adapt to anything right he can put his fucking head in a fish tank and grow gills but kevin bacon shows up with those fucking oh he looks so dumb in the magneto helmet oh yeah it looks I feel like everybody looks dumb in the Magneto helmet in this movie. I don't th- I think he- Eric Langer looks fine. I think I it think looks that. Like- I think except at the end where it has the devil horns on the front. Did you notice that? I didn't notice He's that. He's wearing but like that's a what I was thinking velvet of. cape and Yeah. That's what I was thinking of it looking bad. Okay. I- yeah. Oh yeah, that's cuz he does wear it. Uh, he shows on up the at the beach. end and yeah. and he's like, "Hey, that doesn't look bad." No, yeah. I think I think he looks. That's the best it looks in this movie. Is yeah, when he's wearing it. It's cool to see it or whatever and see the origin of that. But it's like Kevin Bacon is so he has such a weird face. <laughs> Seeing him wear it is Kevin very Bacon interesting. is just kind of weird in this movie. Yeah, he is kind of weird. He's kind of weird in every movie. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Kevin I mean, Bacon's just kind of weird. He's fine. But <laughs> whatever. I don't. I like him in in it though. <laughs> no, he's a good villain, and like I do want to see him get his comeuppance at the end. And when he gets killed, I'm like, yeah, you fucking did it. He's yeah, a fucking I'll count. Nazi. I'm gonna count to three, and then I'll move the coin. <laughs> yeah, which is so great. Like that's a great set of payoff. <laughs> and really I feel good. like it's kind of ruined by <laughs> by James McAvoy just screaming. <laughs> That's like always back confused to him me because it's like, oh, is it supposed to be going? Does he feel that? I guess he feels that. I think you that's think what he would be like, to... oh, you're gonna put that coin through his brain? Never mind. <laughs> you, you, you'd stop doing the psychic thing. I'm you're guessing not linked it's... forever. Yeah, I'm guessing it's either he could feel it or it's just 
he was he was just telling Eric not to do it, but he was doing it anyway. Well, if it was him just telling Eric not to do it, I feel like it's weird that the camera movement on Shaw's yeah, face is the it, same on his. Like it makes you think that it's going. He can feel it going through yeah. his head. And it's like that's such, could, that's a weird choice. Yeah, you could very easily just like sever the link. Like it's not. Yeah, you it's, could just. Oh. Yeah, Never mind. literally, like, move your fingers, like, half an inch, and then you're fine. You're fine, yeah, I don't know why he did it. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying about Darwin, he can adapt to anything. Kevin Bacon absorbs fucking pyro, or not pyro, sorry, Havoc stuff, and he's like, oh, it's in your head, adapt to that. And it's like, why doesn't he just adapt to that? Yeah. <laughs> that's fine, right? <laughs> fucking, that's only... what kills him? Some fucking bullshit optic blast kills him? The only thing he can't handle is an, an explosion inside of his body. For some reason. <laughs> I think he'd just be like, oh my god, well, fucking obsidian on the inside now, I'm fine. But <laughs> yeah, no, like, whatever. And I don't understand what the his, like, body was doing. I like, think the he was reaction. trying to adapt to it, but then why it did he couldn't. Turn to stone? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't and then why did he, like, half he was... not turn to stone and then blow up? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm fine with that, honestly. It's just the fact that it's like, oh, you can't adapt to this. Yeah, but in it's... that same scene... Zoe Kravitz is like, oh yeah, I'll join you. It's like, why? Why would you like? Angel's just like, oh no, I'll go with you. It's like, yeah, it was, it, it's kind of forced. All, all Kevin Bacon had to do was call her queen, and she's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all you gotta do because that's the way to a woman's heart, Franny. <laughs> uh, this is why the CIA is no place for a woman. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever, guy. Anyway, now all the fucking great stuff in this movie. Which is literally everything else. Yeah, everything else is so fucking good, Franny. The way this movie starts and it shows, like, Magneto's completely fucked childhood and then Charles' like super pompous, rich childhood is great. That's yeah. a great dichotomy from the fucking start. It's like, he... Magneto is in a fucking literal concentration camp and his mother is shot in front of him and then he's tortured for the next like five years or whatever. Charles is in a mansion and he's like, my mother never made me hot chocolate or whatever. <laughs> but sure, that's yeah, Charles great. grew up in a mansion and is literally going to university to become like a professor on mutations. On mutation, yeah. <laughs> and Eric is like, I'm gonna find that fucking Nazi and kill him. It was the last goddamn thing I do. All then, of the scenes. Meanwhile, were... Charles is just heterochromia. Yeah, he's like, you have heterochromia. That's actually a really groovy Groovy mutation. mutation. I mean, he's like Austin Powers, I guess, for him, for his head. <laughs> groovy, baby. I mean, you got different colored eyes. <laughs> Are you David Bowie? I don't know who that is yet. It's 1963. <laughs> but I love all the... I love how fucking violent all the scenes where Eric is trying to, like, find Shaw are. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that scene in the bar is straight out of Inglorious Bastards. Literally which, stabbing a guy in the hand, like, three different times in yeah. three different places. Well, and I have to mention that those two guys and Michael Fassbender are all in Inglorious Bastards <laughs> from the year before. And, really? like, he sees that... It's perfectly set up. You can put that scene... Other than, like, the, the fucking magnetic stuff, that scene could be in any fucking movie. It's just a great yeah. scene. It's so good. And then the fucking submarine fight is great. All the fights in this are really good, yeah, actually. Yeah, there are absolutely no bad fight. I don't think there's even any bad effects in it, either. No, it's All really All the good. effects look really good for uh, how... Especially like... the Emma Frost, like, whenever she yeah. turns translucent. Like, reflections are so fucking difficult to do, and they look so good. But... Especially with this movie having, like, a smaller budget than most superhero movies. 
it's kind of surprising that everything still looks as good as it does. I think it's just because they knew where to use it. Like, they knew what set pieces to... Because it's not... The, and the end of this movie isn't the world's ending. It's literally the Cuban Missile Crisis, which is a real thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, well... we'll do, like, <laughs> I think it works. I just... You make some missiles, yeah. uh, you make some boats blow up, and that's pretty much all you gotta do at the end of that movie. And then most add, of the other some effects wings to some powers. people. <laughs> yeah, shoot some optic blasts or whatever. I guess they're not optic blasts, because they don't come out of his eyes. I don't know how you what you would call them. Body blasts. <laughs> Repulsor rays. <laughs> Repulsor rays. <gasps> okay, wait, hold on. Another negative. I kind of hate how Beast looks. It's not as I good think that's as Kelsey. One... Well, because Kelsey Grammer looks so fucking good. Yeah, but it. I don't know what's wrong with it it just looks incredibly off and it makes me uncomfortable he looks to look like at. <laughs> the beast from beauty and the beast he I does mean, which is kind of the problem yeah he doesn't look like beast he just looks like the beast yeah the beast but like spray painted blue <laughs> let me show you what he looks like in the um astonishing x-men because i think that's what they based it off of so there's precedent for him to look like that, but I kind of... I, I think it. what's off about it, or, like, what puts me off about it, is mostly the mouth. He's, I feel like it doesn't... He's too cat-like. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it, so He just looks too... Yeah, he just looks too much like a cat. It's kind of... Yeah, so it's, it's kind of based on the <laughs> astonishing X-Men look, which, that's one of my favorite runs. That's probably my favorite run of X-Men comics, but I don't love that beast design. I think it also works better on paper than in the movie, especially yeah. when, oh no, well if we start talking about this, we gotta start talking about continuity because, obviously, we see Beast again in Last Stand, but Beast has kind of like, you know how Wolverine we'll get there, you know how Wolverine has like the, the flat top kind of yeah. like guile hair from Street Fighter? <laughs> That's kind of what Beast has, almost, usually. It's kind of like at the top, but it's blue. a little. Yeah, there's none of that here. It's like re- he's really rounded. Yeah, he just has like a like a mane. He look. He just looks like a blue lion. He I does. Think that's yeah, what it I is. think I think that's that's definitely right. Yeah, just too cat like. Yeah, he's and then too much of a feline. Yeah, and just like to it. me, the mouth doesn't move nearly enough as it should. So he just looks really stiff. Which is a shame because I think Nicholas Holt is really good in this. Yeah, I think they change it in Days of Future Past also, and he looks better from memory. Um. I can't wait to see it. And it's just like, he looks worse. <laughs> it might be, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember. It never looks as good as it does in Last Stand because that's oh, probably the that's best shame, part of that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. So and he barely movie. even does it in like Apocalypse or because it's it's like. It's a lot of makeup. They don't want to do, yeah, well, that's why Jennifer Lawrence doesn't do it that yeah. much either. Like, I don't know if she's ever blue in fucking dark phoenix <laughs> probably one time but usually this is jennifer lawrence she does go blue Only one time she, and when she, when she dies, dies. <laughs> yeah thank god because they make her the fucking hero in like days of future past she becomes like the mutant savior it gets really it seems like a really random person to... she's literally actually, no a villain, that's not though. random it's it's because she's jennifer lawrence yeah. though it's not because that's a character who should do that at yeah all. i don't know whatever whatever it's fine like she's fine she's fine in this she's fine in days of future past and then after that i don't know like, she's like kind of annoying in this to me <laughs> a little bit yeah i think so too but sometimes i'm like do i think that because i know jennifer lawrence or do i think that because of the character yeah i i mean i think it's a little bit of both but it just makes it worse because they're combined <laughs> yeah she does just kind of like whine <laughs> she does she's kind of mean to charles like too much like you should be a little more great yeah like in this movie, he doesn't even do anything bad. Like, sometimes Charles is kind of a bad person. 
But, yeah, well, especially as he grows older. Yeah, but, like, in this, he doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> what do you think so... of the... What do you think of the scene where he gets paralyzed at the end? I think that's a great way to do it. I think it's much better than the devil drops some bricks on him yeah, or whatever it is I, in the comics. I, I think they've changed I it used to think that that was dumb. I think I've said it on an episode. I yeah, said that it was... Have. Like, I thought it was kind of stupid, but, I mean... Seeing seeing it in this movie again, I think it's probably the best way they could have done it. Yeah, I think it's effective also. I think it makes it makes more sense instead of it just being like some random thing that happened. Instead, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you're like used to be best friend, paralyzed you from the waist down, yeah. and then he stole <laughs> so- your childhood friend. Yeah, and then he stole your childhood friend, and you're still okay with him for some reason <laughs> yeah you guys can still play chess in the future <laughs> which they play chess in this and it's great yeah it's like, oh, uh, that's the thing from the other movies <laughs> i understood <laughs> that i understood that reference <laughs> oh we're almost there <laughs> almost there Cap. what do you think of what do you think of azazel who is the devil i he's not literally the devil he looks like satan when you think of like satan it's it's just Azazel. Like, that's, yeah, that's just what it is. Pretty much. I kind of think he's awesome looking, and he does great stuff, and I love when he teleports all those guys, and he's just slaughtering all the CIA agents. <laughs> yeah. I think I still kind of prefer Nightcrawler. I think he just looks a little cooler. Yeah. But... Well, like I told you before the show, canonically, they, yeah. I don't think they ever mention this. In, I think there's, in this there's, or? In any of them. I think there's one little moment in the apocalypse that kind of hints at it, but Azazel and Mystique are the parents of Nightcrawler, apparently. Which makes enough sense. That's interesting, because they're both kind of... because they're blue. <laughs> they're all demons, yeah. I think that's probably why, but... I don't think they ever interact, really. I don't think Mystique and I don't... Azazel ever really do. I'm sure maybe on the beach, but they barely are hanging. Oh my god! You know what? I might have to make Paul make the thumbnail for this episode, Azazel, when he has his fucking boat captain's hat on. Do you remember that at the end when he has like oh shit I do he looks adorable <laughs> he has a little captain's hat yeah it's so ridiculous <laughs> and dumb I think he he's fine I like him in this I I like his design but he doesn't do a whole lot other than like the CIA scene that's pretty cool that's but pretty cool other than that he doesn't do a whole lot he just kind of he's cannon fodder he pretty just much goose around a little bit and then i would prefer having him to have like fucking porcupine guy from x-men the last stand remember that guy with the asian guy with like the oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll take that over that any day yeah. like give me a visually interesting thing i'll take it even if it's not perfectly utilized that's fine you know i was thinking when watching this movie if there was a Stan Lee cameo, they definitely would have made it that, like, old Russian general guy that Emma Frost is pretending to have sex with or whatever. That'd probably be him. I felt like they wanted him. And then yeah, they couldn't that, get that would him be kind of funny. It'd be kind of funny. He plays a general a lot. I think next week he plays, like, a general. And he's like, oh, I thought he'd be taller. <laughs> I thought he'd be taller. Oh, I was watching some of that 90s X-Men cartoon. Does not hold up, but I still really like it. Like, it's really why bad. Doesn't, why does it not hold it's up? It's just so ridiculous, and everybody... It's just like the like 60s X-Men comics when everybody says their power while they oh, do it. Oh, God. But you don't need to do that in a cartoon. Like, you in the 60s, it's fine, because art is... You can't translate as well as you can now, because the techniques were different or whatever. But you don't need to be like, oh, I'll use my optic blast to destroy Juggernaut. <laughs> like, you don't need to do that. Dude, we can, we Simmer can, down, cowboy. We can see that. Yeah. <laughs> we can see you do it. Yeah, it's, it's happening on the screen. <laughs> like, what if this movie was like, oh, I'm going to shoot Charles in the back. <laughs> I'm going to deflect these bullets and aim one directly for, <laughs> like for think, Charles' I, spine. I like to think that he knew. He was like, oh, <laughs> oops. 
I mean, he he did assuming or no, he definitely knew that Charles was behind him. Sure, but he was pretty sad when it happened. He was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> uh, I don't think he knew. I mean, I think it was an accident. He just held his hand out in front of him and he deflected them and then there's just that one bullet that he decided know, to swipe away and it just so happened to be the one that went for Charles. It's pretty much like, I'm gonna walk at you and flail my fists wildly and if you get punched, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like fucking playground mentality. But that's okay, you know, whatever. Whatever. I still think that's a really well done scene. I think that uh, yeah. whole beach confrontation is really great. Like, the missiles are gonna hit him, then they're not, and that keeps happening. That's really yeah, great. Yeah, I think... It's a lot of tension. It's good. I think minus the the weird screaming when Shaw yeah, dies... Yeah, yeah, I still think that's a great the entire, death, Because it's yeah. so weird. Anything from, like, the... I guess I just like the entire third act. Like just the en- yeah. just like that entire part of the movie is just perfect. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's really great. And like even the stuff that we've kind of poked fun at, it's it's still great. It's yeah. still really well done. We poke fun at it, but it's And you barely still fun. think about it when you're watching it. It's just like in hindsight, it's like, oh, it's just thing. silly, but like that's what these movies are all about. Like Yeah, exactly. They're that's fucking, what Marvel they're is. Mutants, exactly. We love silly stuff. <laughs> like we've watched so, I mean, Punisher Warzone. Yeah. It's still like one of my favorite movies we've watched. <laughs> and we watch like fucking Oscar nominated movies. And that's one of my favorites. Okay, so do we want to talk about continuity then? Uh, I don't totally know. I mean, I don't think this movie is quite as bad as a lot. Like Hank McCoy, that's Fine, mostly. I find it interesting that in this, and I think they go back to it a little in Days of Future Past, he's created the mutant cure, and then they don't really... And then in 3, he's like, anti-cure. <laughs> Which is, you remember? Yeah, yeah that's really weird. He's about the cure in this, he's like, oh, Raven, I made this. Or, Maybe well, that's why. Yeah, it, it would make sense, because his own cure just fucked him fucked up more. Him up. Yeah, I guess so. so trauma i guess but mutant and proud for any okay that was so stupid that she made fun of it once when charles said it and then she started saying it and it was fine that's her thing now she said it like f- three other times in the movie it's your thing for any you can get a t-shirt now that says mutant and proud and it probably has like mystique's hair around it or something probably. that's probably a t-shirt some fucker has yeah. fuck you at home no thanks for listening <laughs> you can find us on <laughs> Um, <laughs> we just end the yeah. episode there. <laughs> That's it. like super Fuck abrupt. You. There's that scene that has the best moment in the whole movie where they're like going around recu- recruiting mutants and he's using oh. Cerebro for the first time and you see like Storm and you see Scott Summers and stuff. So that's fun. I don't know if that's even continuity. Thi- I don't, I mean, Scott's like 10 in the 60s. I think I, he's a little too, that I think it's a little too before his time. Literally the last to... movie we saw him in high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the eighties. Yeah, in right, X Men Origins, that's fine, he was in high school. It, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. If you if think he's about ten it, in the sixties, in the sixties, and then okay, Origins yeah, is yeah. in the eighties. Right, that's that's twenty years that's game. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry. <laughs> Can sorry. you count? Well, no. Wait. I think that movie's. I think that movie might be late seventies, actually. Okay. Depending on. Let's find out. This depending movie is, on the timing. This is nineteen sixty-two. I wish that was sixty-three, but apparently sixty-two. This you is, could be right. You could yeah, be right. And this then is you, I'd be wrong. Possible, possibly breaking continuity, but yeah, uh, 1979. So if he's 10 in 1960, yeah, he's still too old. Yeah, he's still too old. Or even well, if he's like a little bit. If he's but... like seven or eight in this, because you gotta think Hollywood casts old yeah. usually. So All right, if we say he's eight in this in 1962, add 10 years, he's 18 
1972 now. No, no, no. Yeah. It doesn't it's, work. It's, All right. He's already like 25. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I thought we're already James Marsden yeah, at that point. <laughs> yeah, he should be. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Fuck these movies. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I guess there isn't, there isn't too much that doesn't add. I thought there was more. I'm sure there is if you think about it, but I can't think of too many huge problems. Logan Mc- being in this. That's fine. He's ageless. He can yeah, be in a but, bar in the sixties in, in the U.S. But in the first X Men movie, doesn't he not? Rec- he doesn't know who. But he loses his memory in the seventies. Oh yeah, that's right. This is before <laughs> Origins. Okay, then yeah, that's fine. So we need to talk about that. Is that's the probably the most remembered scene in this movie, and probably the best scene in this movie. Excuse me, I'm Eric Lynchard. Charles Xavier. Go fuck yourself. What an amazing appearance. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like that scene is so fucking great. Like, that's like one of the best cameos in any movie. He gets the one curse word in the movie. He does, and it's so good because they wasn't, show up and he's there. Wasn't that his condition that he got the one? I think so. I well, they I know they did multiple takes with different lines where he's like, "Oh, fuck off" or whatever. But <laughs> so the reactions are genuine every time from them. But that's just that's such a nice surprise. Yeah. Like for them to be going around and then they run to Logan and they're like, excuse me. And he's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Is that not great? Like, that's no, so it's great. Amazing. Every it's amazing. It's the best scenes in the movie. Every, and it's only like two seconds. It's like, yeah. Well, every time I know it's coming, obviously I'm just like, oh, I'm so yeah. excited to see it. That's such a great I scene. Just, I remembered it from last time when they started doing the recruitment montage and yeah. I was just waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so and It happens good. like right in the middle. <laughs> like, it does. It's perfect. It's perfect. Because <laughs> it's going around and you're like, okay, well, these are obviously characters. We'll see you later. And then fucking Logan shows up. It's like, what? Wow. Which, I mean, I think it would have been pretty funny if Logan wasn't in any of the trailers, but he was one of the main characters of the movie. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That'd surprise. Be, that'd be hilarious, <laughs> too. That'd be hilarious, yeah. And you really forgot Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Want to do some listener stuff? I'm sure there's more stuff to talk about. It's just, it's so good. Yeah, we've gotten, we've gone through stuff really quick and like we've been talking for less than the edited down Thor episode was. So this episode yeah. would literally be like 15 minutes. Yeah, maybe, I feel like our episodes are going to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> Not next week. I'll have a lot to say next week. First okay. Avengers. That's yeah. probably my favorite origin movie. We're going to do a fucking video essay about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I could. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the perfect origin movie. Brandon T. McClure. <laughs> I'm sorry for making fun of your name. That, that wasn't T. even. McClure says it's his favorite X Men movie. Lee Morante says it was certainly a film with people in it who definitely did or didn't do stuff and things. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it very much. So <laughs> Noah told us to go fuck ourselves, but. People got mad at him <laughs> for Wait, that. Wait, what? Yeah, he said, go fuck yourself. And then Dante the Pioneer said, whoa, dude, hope that was a joke. And he said, well, of course it was a joke. It's what Wolverine says in the movie. <laughs> See, so Noah says, okay, but actually this is a really, really good movie. Vaughn saved the franchise at least for one movie. I think that this started a really good run. I think it's because it's first class and that's Wolverine, which I really like. And then it's Days of Future Past, which I really like. And then it's Deadpool, which I really like. And then it's Apocalypse. And then it goes downhill from there. No, 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 no. <laughs> then it's safe. Then it's Logan, then it's Deadpool 2, and then it goes downhill forever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it hits its peak, and then it's like a uh, roller coaster tycoon when you don't finish the ride, so the ride just goes flying. <laughs> yep, yep, And then I it know. crashes and burns. <laughs> yeah, literally. Into as many people as possible. Actually, no, a small crowd, because nobody fucking watched yeah. it. Uh, Did we ever figure out how much money Dark Phoenix made? Six bucks, I think. <laughs> no, I don't It was us buying our tickets yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah, tickets were cheap tickets were five bucks (laughs) yeah but anyway Noah also says um 
The sort of retro-future aesthetic is a really cool style that is right in line with X-Men. Eric's story is super compelling and satisfying to watch. Every single recasting is spot on, in my opinion, even Lawrence. And I always have to mention the music, Henry Jackman's score. It's astoundingly epic. There is some fucking great tracks on this score. They are yeah, I, incredible. I feel like most of the time in like Marvel movies, the score, the the score is like kind of underrated. But like these, these have good music. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Noah's a music guy, and he's a score guy, so I yeah. like hearing him talk about. It. I, I always like that he brings up because sometimes I forget to, and I should probably be more attentive yeah, to that. Yeah, we but... should try to remember to bring it Cause up. Because so much of it is so yeah, good. And so all, all of the composers for these movies do such a good job. <laughs> yeah, okay, he says, I'm so glad this film got the sequel deserved Kingsman The Secret Service. You know, he, he likes to say it's But yeah, because Matthew Vaughn did Kingsman. Have you seen that? No. That's really great. The second one is kind of a letdown, but the first one's so good. I've seen... So fresh. I've seen one scene Is it the church scene? Yeah. It's such a good scene. It is. (laughs) So many people just get fucking smart. We should watch that at some point. I have no context to that scene, so I don't know what the fuck that's that's about. so great. Yeah, Samuel Jackson is the villain in that movie, and he has a lisp. That's amazing. He has a lisp. He has a lisp in real life, and he, like, overcame it really early on. But he uses it in that movie, and it sounds like Tweety Bird. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah, Um, I have no clue what Kingsman is about. All I just know is there's a lot of briefcases in it for some reason. That's very interesting. Yeah. I don't remember that. I'll have to go back. I mean, because it's kind of like James Bond if James Bond was naughty. (laughs) So I guess that's Austin Powers, actually. I feel like every time I see a poster, there's just like a lot of briefcases. Then again, maybe I'm thinking I, of there is movie. no there is a poster where it's just like it's like a suit store window and yeah. suits and briefcases and then that like might be, weapons and stuff. that might be what I've seen a lot of yeah yeah that first one's really great though it's got some really good stuff. it has way too much CG blood which is a complaint I have about Kickass also because that's an awful thing that gotta, no one should do we gotta watch those two and then we gotta watch Kickass one and two <laughs> yeah yeah well Matthew Vaughn didn't do Kickass two. But he did Kick-Ass 1. Still. Still. I like Kick-Ass 2 a lot. I think it's underrated. And I haven't seen it, so... The villain's name is the motherfucker, and he wears yeah, a gimp suit. Yeah, we've so. talked about <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's great. Anyway, uh, Matthew Randall says that he doesn't like this movie. What? He thinks there's some cool Magneto stuff, but Mystique was one of his favorite parts of the original trilogy, and he's so abhorred by the Jennifer Lawrence version. Agreed, I, I think if I you really, I think if you movie. really like Mystique, that would suck to have that character kind of fucked up. Because they make her kind of like a... Like, she just kind of complains about everything, and that sucks. Yeah, she... But I think it would be really hard to write this movie off completely. Yeah, I don't think that really ruins the movie. She's not... I mean, she is kind of one of the main characters, but... It's true, but I think that there's so much good in this... Yeah. On both, like, sides There's There's really just no... Um, like, there's not enough downsides no, for it we've to talked just about be some a bad stuff movie. That we don't like... But there's no, like, glaring issues that really fucking... It's, like, nitpicking other than anything. And yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, but... <laughs> yeah, and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, and Dante <coughs> Painua. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I love Dante as a name so much. I think it's so <laughs> awesome. Um, he said, this movie's awesome. I absolutely love the montage of getting the team together and training everybody. It's such a well-made film. Yeah. There's some... We didn't even talk about the training montage. No, that's really great. Yeah. The show, the music. I love... 
the one scene that's like i not the one but one of the scenes that's really touching i think is when charles is like can i can i tap into your memory and show you like something yeah. that you have buried deep down that's really gonna help you out i think that's such a great scene i just love when he's like i didn't know i had that still. yeah that's such that's and so then great. he moves an entire fucking moves satellite fucking satellite tower yeah it's awesome <laughs> that's great and then yeah he's racing with beast and he's fucking helping out alex I, there's the kicking moment. banshee off of a off yeah, of the town. That's so funny. <laughs> I, yeah, that's great. Banshee is good in this. Yeah. We, like, never see that character again, but he's so good in this movie. I am sad that we don't see a lot of these people again. We see Havoc again, luckily. We see him in Apocalypse briefly. And he fucking blows up and dies. <laughs> but we see him again. And then I, we don't see... Do we, like, see him and then he dies immediately? Or is it, like... He has probably a couple scenes and then okay. he fucking dies. <laughs> and then that leaves the, the Quicksilver scene in that movie is the explosion in that mansion that he causes. But I know that Zoe Kravitz turns evil at the end of this movie, but I'm sad that we don't see her again because I like her as Angel in this a lot. I like Emma Frost a lot. I like I like a lot of these characters and then we never get to see them again. Emma Frost is the biggest continuity breaking thing. Yeah. But we've talked From about... the previous movie. Yeah. Yeah, we've, yeah, exactly. We've talked about that, and like every time Emma Frost has come up, yep, as she's a teenager in the late seventies, and then she's a fucking like full grown woman in the thirties. Like she's a fucking adult, whatever. <laughs> it's her like younger sister. That's what I think we said in the origins episode. We're just like whatever. None of the alternate universe. None of the continuity <laughs> things are that like they don't matter. Yeah, it's, it's just not kinda, terrible it's yet. It's just kind of <laughs> like uh yeah. Uh, I want to complain about this anymore, but I do have one minor thing. I don't like the. Because obviously the mutants in these movies are an allegory for racism and homophobia and all that terrible human prejudice stuff. I don't like how blatant it is in this movie when he like outs Beast as a as a mutant and he's like, oh, you didn't yeah. ask, so I didn't tell. It's like, get it? You get uh, it? Do you get it? You also, get it? It, I don't think his feet can squeeze into both shoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, what, I Wait, don't know what's going where on. Did the, where did he's the, hiding it really well. Yeah. That's like, gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> those socks could not contain those feet. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a scientist. Maybe he makes them himself. He makes knows. his own socks and shoes. I guess so. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's a million dollar enterprise on its own. I don't fucking know what he's up to. <laughs> monkey shoes. <laughs> yeah, monkey shoes. Franny. What a good note to end on. You can find us on Instagram, yeah. Twitter, at Marvel Movie Pod. You can find us. Uh, you can email us at marvelmoviepodgmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at flipdegg. You can find me on Twitter at flipdegg, but the E and egg is a three. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you should like, comment, subscribe, and all that wonderful stuff. You should share us around. You should leave us a fucking rating on iTunes with five fucking stars. Say these guys are the funniest fucking clowns on the goddamn universe planet. I think the only correct thing you've said this entire time is the word clowns. <laughs> Clown shoes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Franny is a mutant in hiding. His parents oh, yeah. were taken from him by the Nazis. That's a little much. That's a little dark. Yeah, it's L-E-Y very dark. Um, okay. Let's try this again. <laughs> All right. Franny is not on social media because his parents were killed by Nazis. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. All right. All right. Third time's a charm. You got okay. it. Okay. Franny was killed by Nazis. Shit. All right. <laughs> next week's first Avenger. <laughs> More Nazis. All right. Cool. Everyone's favorite. See you in the next one. Don't die. Wash your hands. Don't. <laughs> Get the virus. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Please wash oh, your hands and stay safe. Stay inside. Watch this, watch this. Watch this. No, don't do it. This has been and still is every Marvel movie ever. Come back next week. 
for the first Avenger. A good movie made by a good studio. Unlike most of the X-Men movies which are complete shit because Fox is absolutely shit. Apart from Logan and the two Deadpool movies. <laughs>